Hello, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and I know I wrote down what I am this week. Oh, yes. I am an officer of piles, putting items literally everywhere. Storage? Who needs it? (laughs) Who needs it? I thought... I was so on top of my comics sorting and organizing. Like, I totally, in my head, realized, thought, yeah, 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 I've got everything in the long boxes. I've got everything sorted and organized. And I did up until (laughs) COVID. And then, and not that they're related. That just happens to be the, the time frame. The demarcation point of when apparently I stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Of when I stopped um, sorting and organizing. Because really in my head it was just a small pile. And it was. It was just a small pile on on the little shelf beside the bed. But there was also a small pile on the shelf beside the guest bed. And a small pile... (laughs) <laughs> the closet of the guest room and then another small pile in the wardrobe of the guest bedroom so and i haven't even ventured into the basement where the comics actually live <laughs> i assume i in my there head, are several small piles there no i hope not i'm i'm assuming in the basement in comics land everything is still sorted and organized because I, I had kind of been going through stuff, purging stuff, taking things out, but but everything was still organized. Now I've just got well, I'm I'm digging, I'm I'm going through the piles. I'm going through the piles. I'm sorting and I, I'm sorting and organizing, <laughs> and oh, then God. eventually they'll make their way downstairs, and I'll get back into the purging and getting rid of the stuff I don't need anymore, and keeping the stuff I want to keep and all that stuff. Now, on the plus side, I haven't had as many comics come in because I've been doing more digital stuff, and those are easier to keep organized. Yes, they are. Somebody else does that. Some Mm -hmm. cyber magician (laughs) keeps the books organized. But the actual floppies, anyway, (laughs) they're getting there. I know. They're getting there. I feel your pain. I have to get back into the purging and getting rid of two. Although Mm -hmm. I am on top of my piles. I mean, literally, I have enough of them. I think I'm using one as a chair right now. (laughs) Perfect. And do not look at the storage unit. My wife has never looked in the storage unit. She said she won't look at the storage unit. That's good. I have to keep going in there and working through it. I'm just right now, I'm just trying to even, I'm not even organizing what I have. I'm just trying to get them back in some semblance of order so I can see what I have. (laughs) <laughs> right on there and you, you know and of course then there's the danger of doing that i forgot about this one i know i should read this and then i should read this yeah yep. or you end up you know I, I have to stop myself from like making another box of stuff just to take with me home like i want to need all these <laughs> like no what do, do the work first do the work that's right do the serting do the wording do it all well, I can feel your pain. I'm sure most people listening probably can too. I thought, oh, I oh, I used to be so good. Yeah, we oh, all well. were. I know. Oh well. Oh well. 
Paul is away this week playing with fans or water or something. He's making a water slide in his house. I don't know. Something like that. Totally. Yep. Just before. Well, you know, like like water slide for a few months. Ice slide for a few months. Yeah. That sounds (laughs) awesome. Totally. Tobacco in the house. Absolutely. You just leave the windows open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just gets a little chilly. That's all. Yeah. While he's setting up up his own (laughs) fun land. (laughs) I am Al, and this week I am a I am a agent of baking, binging adventures in the kitchen involving nasty ghoulies. Because <laughs> it's you know almost Halloween, so you know like everyone else, every family, you know we all have our own Halloween traditions of things we like to do. And besides, you know, watching certain you know different types of movies, of course, you know a lot of scary movies. There's also a couple shows we like watching, including. One on Netflix called The uh, Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Have you ever watched that one, Murray? I have not. It was only six episodes, unfortunately. But well, that's we watched easy it. To binge. Yeah, we watched it, and they're only like 30 to 40 minutes each. So we watched it like a few times each Halloween. It's fun of like the last, it came out like five years ago. <laughs> uh, the best way to describe the show is like the elevator pitch version. So. Basically, imagine if like someone like um, Betty Page decided to do a Martha Stewart type cooking show <laughs> that was produced by the Adams family. Right on. Featuring and also featured Muppets. <laughs> See that I could get into. That's what this show is. That I could totally get into. I'm gonna have to look around for that. On it has, I mean, it has a story too. It's not just the cooking thing. I mean, yeah. But there are this fun little stories about the creatures that live there, and you know, her boyfriend Norman, <laughs> who she met at a at a cemetery, who was really way into his mother, and also as one of the char- werewolf characters says every time he's there, he smells like blood. That's awesome. Okay, I will add it to the list. I will look for it. Yeah, yeah. Some risque comments here and there, but not real, but nothing too obvious. And it's not, I don't know, family family friendly, but it's definitely not like violent, bloody. If you want something Halloween like, but just kind of spooky ish, not, you know, not like, ooh, blood and gore and this guy's head got ripped off, <laughs> which is fine too. But, you know, sometimes you want to do something different. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've been binging that. We usually watch it like two or three times between September and October. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will definitely check it out. Totally. Totally, totally. In the meantime, we've got our own little spooky issue to cover. Yes. <laughs> we got... Rebels 95, number 12, in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Stealth has taken on the Iceman. Yeah. We're surprised to see him. It's like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell whether they're, like, fighting or maybe doing the tango. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. She could be. There's some dance moves going on there. He's, you know, he's buff enough and big enough. He could be played by our Schwarzenegger. Totally, totally. And so I guess that's Jamie. She's Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's a cover by, what's his name? Oakwin. Derek Oakwin. Yes, As a, Derek Oakwin. 
as he writes phonetically again on the cover. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oak probes. Mm-hmm. However, he is not on the art duties inside. We get a no. guest yes. artist. Mm-hmm. Whose name I don't recognize. No, me either. Michelle, Michael, Michael. Oh, oh, who's doing this one? Uh, how about... I'm, I'm lost <laughs> because of oh. reasons. I'm going to let you take it because my voice is going to cough out any second. All right. <laughs> and I might remember to mute. But if I don't, consider this me sharing my the remnants of my cold with all of you. Don't <laughs> get me sick. I have plans this week. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. The uh, germs are cyber friendly. I don't want to catch a computer virus. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, well, Rebels 95, number 12, Fire and Ice. And this time, instead of giving us a flashback, we get a Dramatis Persona. So Which I kind of like. That's kind of cool. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is fun. So we got Vril Doc, super intelligent founder of the Interplanetary Police Agency Legion, now a fugitive from his own organization. Literal Docs, Vril's power-mad son, who wrested control of Legion by framing his parents for his own ter- terrible crimes. Stealth, Literal's mother, now wanted for assassinating 87 planetary leaders, all victims of Literal Docs. Telepath, Phase, Bor Borb, Strata, and Garv, former Legion officers, now Vril's fugitive com- comrades. The Iceman, an assassin hired by the 87 worlds to hunt and destroy Stealth. Writer to Tom Pyre, guest artist, Mich- what did you say again? Michelle? No, I don't know if it's Michelle Duke. Kowitz or yeah, that sounds Michael Dukowitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuart Shafitz, com- computer colorist. Gaspar, letterer. Peter Tomasi, assistant editor. Dan Raspler, uh, Dan Raspler, editor. Mm-hmm. And we start out at a space station, which we see is Legion Research and, Anal- and Analysis Section Sub-Infiltration 23. Oh, oh Sub-Insulation. Yep, we haven't checked in on the sub-installations in 12 issues. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, you three. Correction, correctional needs that data immediately. And we see a bunch of Legion officers inside, different alien races. Yes, Lieutenant. Lieutenant, behind you. And you know, someone else walks in, just concentrating her task officer. But there's a melting on the, the wall behind him. And then all of uh-huh. a sudden, a hand comes through that wall, grabs him by the neck, and slams him back against it. And basically pulls him into that hole. And they all grab their guns like, crack, what in the name of? Hold your fire, you hit the lieutenant. He's gone. And we see he's actually been pulled out of the hole, out into space by the Iceman, who is standing Uh there outside saying, sorry to bother you, but I need a favor. Uh And meanwhile, inside, they're not worried about what his favor is because they're too busy about the air being sucked out of the big hole (laughs) going to space. Yep. Crack, we got a whole breach. Shield this dump, Harlan. Can't reach. You better reach or we're through. Ooh, Maiden hits the button. Shield lowering. Whatever you do, don't get let go. And the shield comes down on the wall and seals the hole. We're safe. Right, unless whatever grabs the lieutenant comes back as the ice man melts his way to another part of the hole and says, gee, that would be unfortunate. You locked me out. That was terribly unkind. Don't you think? As he grabs two of them and slams their heads together. 
Now, he's a bit more vicious, but, and maybe it's because I read an issue with him recently in it, but I'm really getting a kind of Beyonder vibe here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, looks for sure. Definitely. He looks a bit like the Beyonder. Mm-hmm. But also, he's like just standing out in space saying, I need a favor. Yeah. I, I yeah. grabbed this guy out. I don't know why he's not talking. <laughs> Could have something to do with the trail of blood coming out of his yeah. body, floating through space, you know. <laughs> but now that they're all taken out, Iceman's saying to himself, Might not use your data bank? Of course you don't. <laughs> computer, open file on stealth. And the computer brings up her information handsome woman. I'd ask where she is, but if Legion knew, I suppose she'd be in custody. Humanoids never could properly extrapolate data. Let me see what I can into it. Computer, tell me everything. He uses his powers to touch the computer and absorbs all the info. Mm-hmm. I see. And he flies away as the bodies kind of float out in space. That's all I needed. Thank you all. You've been very gracious. And we go back now to the planet Raxel and to our rebel ship. And we see someone's inside the ship saying, unbelievable. Fantastic. What? I didn't know that. Wait, slower. No, faster. Show me everything. Mm-hmm. And it's Brill Docs, who is plugged into the compu- the ship and apparently talking to it. Yep. And meanwhile, Garb and Strata are, I don't know if they're making food or playing cards or just hanging out or playing <laughs> games or just hanging out. But they're doing something together as a couple. Because it's Which about time they good. got to. Totally. Totally. And Garb is just watching going, yeesh, your boss is getting to be a real weirdo. The ship's hookup, the ship's brain hookup practically turned me into a potted plant, but Docs acts like he likes it. No accounting for taste, Garb, honey, I, and Borb walks in. Borb, everything okay? And Borb is looking very depressed. Well, sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we know why. Lovesick. Totally. Borb. Sure, what could be wrong? So quit quit hovering and come join the gang. Well... And then Stealth walks in right past Borb. One side, Borb. Doc's in here. Stealth, I... Never mind. And he teleports away with a pain. What's eating him? And Stealth says, me, probably. Borb's been working up the nerve to come on to me. I finally told him I'm otherwise engaged, says Strata. But before we get further, that Doc's interrupts. Stations, everyone. What I've done here is... Well, this is immense. It really... I'll be back. And Garb looks at Stealth and says, like Strata said, no account for taste. <laughs> exactly. And Nobody's Stealth, understanding Stealth. that. No one does. At least of all docs, I think. Uh-huh. And Stealth is saying, it's just the mind link. He gets excited. Don't make excuses, kid. All Legionnaires are a little crazy. But Strata tells her husband, we're not Legionnaires, Garb. Not anymore. Yeah? What are you? We're rebels. Rebels with periods? What's it stand for? Um, and here we go. We found right. the it. 12 issues in. <laughs> Roughly the same time as the last one. I think we didn't get to like, what, nine or something? Ten, something like that? Yeah. I think yeah. FaZe was there when we finally got the name of the team. So it had to be like nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. And Strata, once again, is about the name of the team. It is Revolutionary Elite. Sorry, Revolutionary Elite Brigade to Eradicate Legion Supremacy. Not bad. <laughs> and Docs comes running back in, holding two of the brains. Everyone ready? Are those brains? 
Stratus tells her husband, don't look at us. They came with the ship. But Doc's <laughs> busy playing with his brains. Let me just plug these in. Stratus right. We've got drums full of these things. And when I learned in my mind link, approximately explains them. Or at least explains what they can do. Approximately. You see, each brain stores its own specialized energy capacity, which can be linked to the ship. These two will give us increased speed and defensive capability. And that's the, just the beginning. We can bind them at any permutations we want. Sounds like one of those, you know, toys back in the 80s. Like, you can make whatever you want out of this. Do this. Exactly. Buy this. Make it do this. <laughs> Mix except, and match. Except with brains. <laughs> I could buy that. And Stealth gives him a hug, a bit of a hug, half hug and a kiss. I don't think I've ever seen you this happy, Docs. And what does it take? A barrel of brains. <laughs> and Docs is still not paying attention. He's like, let's let's try this out. He looks really happy here. I mean, that's oh kind of Oh my gosh, yeah. And excited. Uh-huh. So he starts uh-huh. tapping controls. Controls even feel more responsive and the engine comes to life. Now let's accelerate. Unbelievable. Surface the stratosphere in standard heart in a standard heartbeat. Good machine. I mean, beginning readouts for a change. Maneuver maneuverability is even beyond anything I've ever seen, and we never even approached the hull's durability limits. So now we know the speed brain's up to capacity. Let's test the blast brain, and the whole ship basically <laughs> generates a shot and and splits in space and vaporizes an asteroid. Totally. And that has everyone's attention because Stratus up there looking, going, you're kidding me. We've had weapons all along? And Stealth is ready to go fight. She's like, let's find some Legion ships and use them. <laughs> now, now, Stealth, our downtime's been fairly productive so far. No sense looking for trouble. And we shipped over the phases, um, I'm guessing her room, as she's writing her little journal or diary, whatever. Uh-huh. This morning, Doc's got the ship running better than ever. Must be nice to accomplish something. I've forgotten how that feels. When we were Legion, I always felt useful. I was Doc's second in command, a buffer between him and the others. Now there is no command structure. There's just Doc's. After we put his son pulled, he probably can't trust anyone. It hurts to think that must include me. And that's when Doc's walks in. Phase, don't you knock. I guess my social skills have atrophied somewhat. <laughs> that's assuming he had social skills to begin exactly. with exactly it's like what social skills mm-hmm. oh and by the way Docs is still wearing that pain patch on his head yes and then we back to his their conversation and Faye says not that they were so formidable to start that was uncalled for Docs sorry guess I'm just in a mood if this is a bad time not at all what can I do for you well I wanted to ask that is to mind your thoughts on there's something that there there's a situation and and she looks at him it's stealth right i understand doc you two have had a pretty rough history the last time she showed an interest in you the result was literal <laughs> that would freeze anyone up that's part of it oh right the circumstances of his conception weren't exactly romantic were they which in case anyone's <laughs> forgotten she literally raped and murdered him yeah this is a cloned body of his yeah yeah that would that should give anyone pause and it does because he tells her (laughs) phase uh i'm afraid and speaking of the object of his fear 
<laughs> Stealth is walking down the ship, thinking to herself, so should I go find Docs? No, he's not ready. Poor thing's dripping tension. Maybe I seem too eager. Maybe I am. But we've been through so much together since I thought he was dead. These late nights have made me feel so alone. But we see that there's a little, that familiar um, look of the walls melting like it happened in the beginning of the issue. So you can guess what's about to happen. An arm reaches, goes, reaches out from the ship and grabs her by the neck. But this is stealth, not just a random Legion person. And she's able to grab the arm and pull the ice band in and flip him over. Uh-huh. Although he's still on her and still holding her by the neck and punches her in the back of the head and says to her, I'm here to deliver a gift from 87 admirers and kicks her in the head. And it's a little something extra from me. And she says, you shouldn't have As She grabs part of his cape and yanks him down. He falls down. She gets on top. He tells her, you'll just wear yourself out, woman. You can't do anything to... As she basically extends her fingers again, which she's been doing a lot recently, to like claws and kind of slashes him in the face. Yeah. He says, stupid. Never anger me, you. Blast. Where did she go? Stealth. And Stealth runs into Borb. And, you know, he's saying, Stealth! And she says, Borb, shut up. Here, get into my sound dampening field. We need to talk. Listen, there's a... Will you listen to me for once? Borb! No, you're going to keep quiet, and I'm going to say my piece. Borb! You've picked a hell of a time to get assertive as she basically bops him on both sides of the head, (laughs) knocking him out. That's going to be real helpful. Take out the teleporter. The one person that can get you out of the space. I know. I mean, it's at this point, I mean, granted, she, she only now, after she knocks him out, sees the Iceman who see, saw her. Yeah, yeah. But if she waited a few seconds more, she could just turn him around and say, bad guy. Yeah, 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 totally. He would have shut up then. But yeah, I can understand. It's like, just shut up. But she runs off and Iceman just runs right past Walks past Borb because that's not his target. Yep. And he walks, shells her to an empty room. Stealth. It's idiotic to hide. I'm not going away. And you can't really fight me. You don't even have the slightest conception of what I am. Of what I can do. And he walks through the the ship to the uh, cockpit and right up to the uh, the part where you sit where you get the brain stuff plugged in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knows right to where to walk by. He says, of what I can sense. So obviously he can sense them. Again, this whole thing is very beyond her. You don't know what I am. That is true. He is from beyond. Uh (laughs) And she says to him, goodbye, corpse. As she basically rips the brain, pulls the brains out from the where they're plugged in, kind of shreds them, actually. And he says, ah, destroy brain of all things. And what is that supposed to accomplish? And what it accomplishes is because the brains were all the, the things were plugged into the brains and she just shredded them. Well, they got to find another one. And since he's standing, he's closer. And they all plug right into his head. And now he doesn't look like the Iceman anymore. Now he looks like an energy creature. Yes. And he says, is this supposed to shut me down? That's insulting. As I said, you don't know what I am. I am composed of almost total organic energy. No puny wires can, and you can see he's not no longer has an actual physical form. He kind of 
is fading away and then looks like he just sucked right up by the by the plugs. Yep. <laughs> and stealth is just like, ah, crock. And she walks over. She goes to uh, Faze's room. Faze, have you seen Docs? I need to tell him. And there, there, she interrupts them together. Not doing anything, of course, but still. Docs, he's a little nervous about her. He's like, ah, Docs, what are you doing here at this hour? Faze tries to tell her, we were just talking. Yeah, well, we got to talk, Docs. I'm not sure about this, but I think I just did something to the show. As everything <laughs> gets weird. Yeah. And the panel goes from normal to like a blood red coloring and it gets very psychedelic. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't uh, look like the ship's flying through space anymore. It looks like it's traveling. It almost looks like it's traveling through the bleed. Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of. And we've got like jellyfish, electric jellyfish kind of flying around there. Yep. And next, Underworld. Because, yes, people, next time is Underworld Unleashed crossover. Right. Right, and I right, think Paul said right. he wants to cover all of Underworld Unleashed. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Perfecto. I had and forgotten Paul's listening about... right now going, what the hell did I do? What? What, what did I say? I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about Underworld. It was like a little teeny tiny miniseries that impacted some of the books I was reading at the time. Definitely impacted Flash. Yes, yeah. Like they do with all the, the rogues. Yep, yep. I feel like... I can't remember if it hit Starman or not. I feel like it did. I am pretty Maybe. sure it did. I don't, I don't think... think I, I don't know how urgent it did, but I kind of feel like it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll be getting into the underworld of things. <laughs> I, I kind of want to say, I think, because I know he fought, they, his dad fought, I think his dad fights Dr. Phosphorus. Yes. Yep, he does. Okay, so, by the way, Michael, Michelle, or, well, it's coming up on, on comic databases, Michael Dudowitz. Okie dokie. I don't know, Michael. The, but it's spelled M-I-C-H-A-L in the book. I don't know which one is the typo. Oh right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But he had done. Uh, looks like he had done some work work for innovation and fanographics on on Hero Alliance, uh, Lost in Space in the early nineties. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of Lost in Space. I'm seeing here. I'm not sure it's just covers or actual interior. Nope, it's interior. He was drawing Lost in Space, and let's see what else do I see for him. He did Cyber Rats for DC. Huh. I rem- looks like a couple of uh, random one shot, you know, one shot here things here and there. You know, a couple annuals. Although for some huh. reason it's not bringing up Rebels. Interesting. Yeah, it's showing 40 things going up to 98. But, like, we got Wolverine Doombringer from 97, Catwoman Annual 94, Cyber Rats 1 to 3 from 95. Oh, the Catwoman Annual was 96. Team Titans Annual from 90, from 94. 
but it doesn't link to uh, this issue. Go figure. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, there we go. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, that is where we will leave it for this week. We will pick it up again next week when we check out how Underworld actually affects these. Legionnaires and rebellioners, rebels. Yes. How they affect the rebels. <laughs> yes. And I believe, what I remember reading in the regular Legion series, it will affect what happens here, possibly will affect the actual reboot Legion. Uh, I've totally forgotten, but <laughs> I will take your word for it. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I think it might be two issues are Underworld, so it's either going to be the next issue or the issue after that we find out. Gotcha, gotcha, I think gotcha. Two issues of a rep of a underworld. Alrighty, alrighty. Well, on that note, we will explore that next week. Catch you all, L A T E R, folks. S A R B A J A N I N A P H I R E Y A C C H E. Those are all letters. Those are all just letters. They are letters. You got that part right. Good job. <laughs>